Well, hey, Dev. Oh, my. My. Be back. What's up, Dion? What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> we here. We are here. Welcome back, y'all. This is From the Sidelines with Dev. And Dion. This is the WBA fan huddle. This is where we huddle up at, y'all. So welcome back. That's right. That's right. That's right. Glad to be back. What have you been up to since the last time we, we, we had this chat? Girl, just really preparing Kiera for her eighth grade year. Uh, it all goes down tomorrow. First day of eighth grade. Wow. Shout out to all the kids that's getting ready to go back to it full time. Yeah, or back. have gone back. Yeah, have gone back already. That's awesome. Eighth grade. You had an eighth yes. grader in your house. Girl, I'm telling you, it's so funny. It's so funny. And she's wishing, like, I just wish I could skip over eighth grade and be done with middle school and be in high school. I said, just oh, enjoy boy. it. Just enjoy That's it. That's right. Relax, kid. Back, back. <laughs> I'm telling you, enjoy those times. You know, some of the, e- the easiest time of your life. So but one of the most awkward. I was just ugh. true. Very true. I was Don't so shy. Low key. I know. But yeah, that's pretty cool. My niece is 13 in the eighth grade. You guys Kiara, She's, she's yes. a great. You've been doing this kid. auntie thing for a minute now. Been out here. Been out here. Yes. The aunties. We deserve some light. They need to be an uncle <laughs> and auntie day. I mean, I think everybody has, you know. That's I think most... that's on the, the, the calendar. For real, for real. Well, it's one of those you... unofficial. Well, then I'll take my gifts backdated, please. Thanks. I'm sure a lot of us will. Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> you got quiet. We'll now we're not talking about Uncle and Auntie Day. Anyway, well, listen, y'all. You're not mine. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> how have had, you been? Hey, I've had a challenging week. You guys met my cat, Riley, on the last episode or two back. And Riley had an emergency surgery earlier this week. Mm-hmm. He had to have, he had a blockage. He had eaten something while I was away. And he had to have surgery. Oh my and gosh. Um, it wasn't fun, any of it. Thankfully, he's on his way back up. It's been about five Yay. days since he's had surgery. Yeah. So my boy's healthy. He looks good. He's doing a lot of sleeping and looking listen, back y'all, like himself. I had to encourage Dev the entire time. I'm like, listen, he's going to be fine. He's going to be okay. Look, scary. It was so scary. I know. I know. So it I'm was. a cat lady imagine. through and through. I'm a cat lady through and through. And I know when he was, I could just look at him and tell something was off. So he's, he's back at it. So my little lion cub is, is making his way back. Back to, on the prowl. Yep. That, he has nine lives. He might've just cost him. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Man. So did you get to catch uh, any games this week in the past week? Dion? I did. I, di- I tried to, to catch on and uh, keep up. Uh, with well, as yeah. many games as possible. Thank goodness for uh, DVR. So, That's... you know, when I can't watch it right then, at least I can go back and catch up. So I did catch yeah. these games. A lot of exciting games uh, went down this past week. See, I don't have a DVR. I don't have a DVR. I have, I use the app, the WNBA mm-hmm. app. So I go back and watch it then. 
and I, I like it from there but also they have blackout areas so a lot right. of you that may use the WNBA app if there's an, a station airing in your area where they're showing the game apparently you can't watch it from the app so that kind of sucks but you can find your way around it if you download the actual app where the station or the network app yep so yeah. I caught I caught quite a few well good we're gonna get into it all right so y'all this was our warm-up session to what we're going to call the next segment, the game situation. Game situations, where we're just going to run down the stats. Me and Deanna are going to talk about who did what. There's a lot of movement out there on the floor. The L.A. Sparks really making some strong moves to keep their weight lifted up into the stat, uh, into the standings for uh, in the league. We've got Seattle. They are just unbeatable this week. Right. Literally unbeatable this week. And so we're going to get into the numbers, shout out some of the players that are really putting up some capital numbers and some that are just coming alive lately. Yep, like, yep. You know, we've been waiting on several to really find their spark. Skylar Diggins-Smith, for example, she came out. Look, Shakina Strickland, we were talking about her yes. in the last episode. So, look, we've got plenty of numbers. How about Dion? Let's roll over into that. All right. All right. So, boom. So let's just go ahead and start back at last Sunday. You know, yeah, we capped off last week's episode on the Saturday game. Well, let's uh, mm-hmm. begin with the Minnesota Lynx taking on the L.A. Sparks, yo. That's right. What Minnesota you think? Lynx. They had a good pace to begin. They they came out giving the uh, the Sparks something to be worried about. They put up 20 points in the first quarter. Crystal Dangerfield, the rookie, is leading pathways to the hole. She had put up uh, 29 points, 100% wow. from the free throw line. So the pressure really, she's just having fun with this. She's yeah. having a blast <laughs> out there like not even worried the pressure's not getting to her maybe the crowd's not there so yeah maybe not that's we'll true. see what happens when she but plays i mean then again used to be not in the first time the crowd, so yeah this is true 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 but also had four assists three point line got three of them things from back there damaris dantas crashed boards got seven rebounds along with 15 points to contribute nafisa collier the rookie of the year she's just been a staple for the links absolutely put up 10 points bridget carlton's a new name for me have you ever okay been familiar with her in the previously no i haven't but yeah like you said she is a new one to get to know so yeah, yeah. what like, do you think yeah. about her in this game well she she the numbers just speak for themselves and where her confidence level is so hope to see her continue at this pace but uh put up 15 points and shot 60 percent from the three-point stripe so i think she's a keeper for right now and good oh yeah uh, to keep pace and give some offensive some offensive opportunities for the yes. link so on the other end of it though the sparks yeah. wasn't uh, shy at all get out there and score absolutely especially raquana williams yeah. raquana williams that's right. She Deadly. came in with 21 points. She did her thing. Her field goal percentage, her average, uh, she has the highest in the league right now. It was a 24-24 kind of neck and neck the first two quarters. We had, a, you know, a big score in Raquana Williams with her 21 mm-hmm. points. Every three she took, she made it. She was making it rain. She had a, a beautiful game. And Sydney Weiss, mm-hmm. she was right there with those. She's taking those, advantage, sh- yeah. Yes, those shots that matter. So for the half, it was a great and close game yeah at halftime the sparks went on leading 44 to 42 and came back out uh the Lynx had them on the heels a little bit outscored the sparks in the third quarter but ultimately yeah, the sparks end up winning this one 97 to 81 let's Ooh. roll the dice on over to the las vegas aces and the new york liberty who what were you, you betting on honestly i really wanted the new york liberty to get another win 
early in the week, get their momentum started so they can continue to capitalize and steam into another win later on the week. But we'll find that it was a lot tougher than that. Yo, the Las Vegas Aces, Asia Wilson, unstoppable in this game. (laughs) Your girl put up 31. She had three blocks and was collecting the ball on the defensive boards. The Liberty, they were not shy at all to score. No. But Jackie Young on the other end of it, 15.7 rebounds. What do you think about the Liberty? Zowie B, she was trying to, to hold the Liberty down and fight. Um, it was great to see her make that effort. She had 20 points, 9 mm-hmm. rebounds. So she offensively and defensively was putting out that effort for the Liberty. Clarendon, Lasia Clarendon, she bought the energy that New York needed. And I don't think they let up, you know, very easily. Like I said before, they were there neck and neck for the most part. At the end, they just couldn't close it. Basically, the, the Liberty was outscored in the fourth quarter. Las Vegas Aces, go ahead and collect all the chips. Aces get the win, 78. 76. New York Liberty, 76. And for the last game, last Sunday night, had the Indiana Fever squaring up with the Washington Mystics, a game That's that right. I thought was going to be a pretty close game in terms of scoring, competitive power. The Washington Mystics are a bit down in, in, in their personnel. They don't have a deep bench. Yeah. Obviously, Elena Deladon is not here, but they still have some offensive power in Maisha Hans Allen. They have Agreed. aerial powers, but she didn't play in this game. Yeah, I was going to say that. She, did, she didn't play. She didn't I'm play in sure. this game, and that might have contributed to the instability in scoring that mm-hmm. the Washington Mystics went through. Um, the second quarter, they only scored 11 points. So again, Ariel Powers is a big contribution to the Washington Mystics. Indiana Fever, though, Kelsey Mitchell, Kelsey Mitchell. had a phenomenal game. Had a game and a half right here, 29 points, putting up nine of her three throws, perfect from the line, eight of 13 from the field. Uh, nice. The, the smooth operator, Candace Dupree, that's right. She came out really stable, giving them the consistency that they need. Ten points, nine rebounds, and six foot seven center Tierra <laughs> McCowan. I'm loving seeing her activity at her size. She gets down the right. court. Yes. She gets down the court. Eleven Stretch rebounds. Cap that off with a 15 points to lead the Indiana Fever to the win. We can't go without talking about the contributions from the Washington Mystics because they gave a good effort in the fourth quarter, outscoring the Indiana they did. Fever, Dion. They tried to fight back, but what do you what do you think happened in, in that, that low scoring quarter? Why couldn't they just and even kind of going into the third quarter, they just they couldn't convert those points. Well again, I think it's depth has a lot to do with it conditioning as well kelsey mitchell candace dupree tiffany mitchell they're all looking like that they're just hard to tire out mm-hmm. the bench is just not that deep for the washington mystics and at time they have hot and cold moments emma meeseman has been struggling the last yeah. few games to put things down she did have 19 in this game the, i think personnel reasons bench depth has a lot yes. to do with why the mystics are struggling right now i got you okay so then we go on into Monday night, Dev. We had the Connecticut Sun and the Atlanta Dream. So yeah, so we had the Connecticut Sun and the Dream, and I I was rooting for the Atlanta Dream. They oh, unfortunately, yeah. yeah, they started out strong. They they were right there with the Sun first quarter. I think Shakina Strickland she came in with some fire that was needed for the Atlanta Dream. She must have hopefully heard our last episode where she <laughs> said, you know, we were talking about how she was kind of off. She definitely turned it on this game with 18 points. 
She was six of 10 from the field. She almost made every three that she took. So she, she turned yeah. it on. It was good to see Courtney Williams kind of step it up. She is the energy, as I always say, for the Atlanta Dream. And Kalani Brown did her thing as well to contribute 13 points. And then I felt like Benaja Laney was a little, you know, quiet points wise. I don't know what happened, but especially toward that third quarter, the Dream really struggled with scoring. Yeah, the Atlanta Dream gave a really good shot at this game. I think there was tons of energy, especially coming in the first two quarters with uh, the teams trailing just a few points behind each other. Shaquina Strickland got real warm in the first couple quarters, giving 18 points, but Dewana Bonner, she and Alyssa Thomas just weren't gonna walk away easily from this win they needed it to go ahead and settle themselves still kind of mid-range and get bumped up and stay ahead at the eight spots to be in the playoffs Dion so Jasmine Thomas with her efforts mm -hmm. seven assists finding her teammates out there on the floor yes big ups to the Connecticut Sun to put this one away and get the win later on in the afternoon Dallas Wings took on my team the Phoenix Mercury the home team right here you know where where we get down we play <laughs> ball out here Skylar okay. Diggins-Smith had her breakout game. She played 36 minutes, pretty much the full game. 26 points, collected 13 rebounds, passing the ball into big girl, Brittany Griner. She came mm -hmm. up strong, 22 points in her 36 minutes. Nia Coffey, yeah. we've been talking about how we've been wanting to see her give some much-needed offense to the Phoenix Mercury this season. So the Dallas Wings weren't weren't going away easily, especially with the rookie Satu Sabali, Dion. She played with that yeah. ankle sprain. What do you got to say about her, her performance that night? I think her performance was decent, was, you know, especially for a rookie, like we said. And she, had, she contributed 15 points. She had 10 rebounds. So she was offensively and defensively consistent for whatever reason the wing struggled before and after the half converting those points and yeah, I don't know they start out on fire they're right there they know how to start the game and keep that pace but then somewhere between mm -hmm. they you know fall off and then at the end it's like playing catch up and they they're back on fire but by that time it's, it's kind of too late and so I think that's what happened um, yeah, I against mean, the Mercury. I yeah, Arike Ogumbawale had an amazing game, still able to find her way to the hole, to the free throw line, scoring 22 points that night. Alicia mm -hmm. Gray, a six-foot guard, 17 points and seven rebounds. So they did, a, they did a good job, just not able to put two strong quarters together against the Mercury. Right. And you've got uh, a shooting Skylar Diggins-Smith. You've got a Brittany Griner that's looking good. She's Her body looks a lot looser than it has in the past seasons. They, they're hard to beat. So good job to the Mercury's staying alive in this one, closing out the Dallas Queens with a 91-79 win. And then we're going to go up north to the to the Chicago the sky. sky, but not really out to Bradenton, Florida. <laughs> Seattle Storm is what they, they got caught up in. Seattle Storm has just been the premier team and just really exemplifying why they they are a contender the team and have been in the past yeah in the past years so a healthy Brianna Stewart is a she's hard Later. to stop yeah 25 points in this effort here against the Chicago Sky five rebounds seven assists and she stole the ball four times so <laughs> uh, stayed out of out of foul trouble in doing so Sammy Wickham had herself a game she could not miss it seems. 
My goodness. Uh, she shot. She made all the three-pointers that she took. She's just hard. She's unstable. And not only that, she, she was sharing the ball. You know, she was getting those assists. She had herself a night, like you said. Yep, but the Chicago Sky didn't go away easily. Do what you got to say about Cheyenne Parker. Allie Quigley that came through and put up double digits. Not quite enough to put out the storm and uh, settle the storm with the with Brianna Stewart and her club. That's right. The Sky, they had so many turnovers. And that led to those points for Seattle. And when you're playing against a, a team like Seattle Storm, you definitely have to watch mm, those turnovers. Right. So yeah. they tried to make a comeback after the half, but they just couldn't couldn't overcome the storm. Yep. So that ended up Monday night. And Dion rolling right through to Tuesday's games. Real nice matchup. The Las Vegas Aces take on the Indiana Fever. Look, they came out on fire this game, putting up 33 points in the first quarter, led by Angel McCautry, 20 points. The Wake Forest, former number one pick, Derek Hamby, contributed 13 points, six rebounds, and three assists. Jackie Young, 17 points mm-hmm. and four rebounds for the, the tall guard. Asia Wilson, 12 points. And I, lo- I loved how the, the refs let him play in this game, Dion. Yeah. Uh, all the less the Las Vegas Aces played a hell of a game, six players in double digits. But the NDA and the Fever, in my opinion, played a, a, a nice game up until they had trouble scoring in the, in the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think both teams struggled to complete layups. It was a struggle uh, there, especially for the Indiana Fever in that quarter three where they only scored a total of 13 points. But we did yeah, have, tough. you know, some fighters on the team, as usual, Candace Dupree. She Mm -hmm. put up 20 points, uh, six rebounds, and two assists. So she was, you know, consistent, stepped up for the Fever as usual. We had Tiffany Mitchell. She had 14 points and three assists. And then we had some bigs, you know, doing their things down on the boards, getting those rebounds. Uh, The six foot seven, Tierra McCowan. She had eight rebounds, along with Lauren Cox. Uh, She had four rebounds. Yeah, like you said, it, it was it, it was a great game. The Vegas they ended up walking away with it at the end, ninety eight seventy nine Vegas. Yes, ma'am. In the second game on that afternoon, that Tuesday afternoon, the Minnesota Lynx squared off with the Washington Mystics, and this was just a tough game to watch for for me, Dion. I mean, the Mystics just struggled to find yes. a way to put the ball down, and the same could be said about the Minnesota Lynx. Mm-hmm. Both teams scoring under 20 points in the first quarter of play. Sylvia Fowles here had 16 points. Rookie Crystal Dangerfield, we've talked about her just in every game so far. Second round pick. She's in talks right now for the rookie of the year. It's so early in the season, right, Deanna Bean? Right. She is playing, though. She's playing. Yes, yeah, she Rachel is. Rachel Bantam put up 10 points. Power forward. Demiris Dantas, 9 points. Nafisa Collier. But what do you got to say about the Mystics? What's not going? That what's just the magic's not happening over there. What's what's going it's on? It's not. Tonight? It's not, and it's unfortunate. But there's still lots to look forward to with this Mystics team. I think uh, absolutely the potential is definitely there. For me, it's always a joy to watch the center, Maisha Hines Allen. Um, she had 12 points in this game and six rebounds. Even with the people that we're used to seeing and used to watching uh, with the Mystics, like Emma Mieseman, they're they've been consistent, but it just hasn't been enough. She and Tiana Hawkins both had 10 points. 
points. For everybody, it was kind of a tough night. Aria Atkins and Leilani Mitchell, they both had, you know, they both scored, but it was a tough night for both of them. Aria Atkins had five points and Mitchell had two points. So, like I said, yes. the Mystics really struggled in this game. Then in quarter four, it was like, I don't know, they almost gave up uh, with yeah, it's gotta four be getting, points. Yeah, four points. It's got to be getting kind of in the psyche of the Washington Mystics having been the defending champs and mm-hmm. really not being able to put up points. I mean, not a 50-point game, not even. Right. You know, scoring less than 50 points in, in an entire game. So really a struggle. I think the Washington Mystics will bounce back. But before the night closed out, we had one of our favorite matchups to, to see in the WNBA, one of the classic matchups of the WNBA, the New York Both Liberty. Coast. Yes, the East Coast versus West Coast. The LA Sparks are just on a peak to me in the life and the season of the 2020 season. The they look LA good. Sparks, yes, playing their hearts out. They had a season high as a team, scoring 28 in the first quarter, hitting 86% of their three-pointers. Just an amazing Ooh. effort shutting down the Liberty, really putting on a clinic to show them how to get it done. That's right. Candace Parker, 16 points, rebounds, but had struggles keeping her hands on the ball, Dion. I mean, six turnovers, uh, mm-hmm. had a dope-ass fadeaway in late in the second quarter. She had a shake-and-drive situation where she went right in and the uh, for the and one. Candace is looking good. She's, she looks like she's feeling good, nimble on her feet. And talking a lot of shit to the refs. So I'm happy to see Candace <laughs> here. She's she's doing her thing. I love her attitude. Liberty. I love her attitude. I love it. Yeah, I like that she is she's gotten a technical here and there for some of the things she says, but <laughs> I like that she's being vocal as, as she always is. We just get we get the insight and get to hear it this time. So lucky mm-hmm. us. That's right. What do you think yep. about the Liberty? How did they match up? The Liberty did okay up until they could not outscore the Sparks. The defense was clear here on the, the Sparks end of things. They were able to shut them out and collect more rebounds than the, than the New York Liberty. Jasmine Jones, 24 points in this effort, collected five steals herself, but really, really thorough at the free throw line. Lasia Clarendon, the bread and butter again here for the New mm-hmm. York Liberty. With her 11 points, still wasn't able to see the Liberty over the hump. And just could not outshine the LA Sparks in this one. They collect the W93 to 78 on Tuesday night. Deb, Wednesday night we had the Dallas Wings and the Connecticut Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to watch yep. one of my favorite guards, Arike Agumbawale. She got to play 30 minutes with 7 of 19 from the field. Um, so it was just a joy to watch her do her thing. They had a great start in quarter one. Quarter two, I thought was kind of a low scoring game for both teams. Yeah, uh, but struggling. still, I think Satu Sabali was kind of quiet that game, but she did snatch those rebounds when yeah, she, she got she nine. Nine rebounds. Yep. But the Dewana Bonner and the Connecticut Sun really took over in the third quarter and didn't look back, scoring 44 points in the second half. 18 points Dewana Bonner put up for the Connecticut Sun. She collected three steals and Alyssa Thomas as consistent as ever, really scoring way more than I remember last season, putting up doubles in the points column, also finding teammates with four assists. Later on that afternoon, we had the Phoenix Mercury squaring up Chicago Sky. I really like this. This, uh, Yeah, Dion. both teams came out pretty much eye, to eye for eye in the first quarter. Skylar Diggins-Smith also 
having herself a great game, her and Sophie Cunningham, contributing 15 points to the effort for the Phoenix Mercury. Both playing great minutes. Shatoy Walker-Kimbrough, the rookie, 10 points. Brittany Griner, 9. And the Chicago Sky put a better effort on this win they collected on Tuesday. So I'm happy to see that they did. Chicago Sky, anybody play well for you? Who did you see? I did not see this game live, no. I went back and caught the highlight. After the first quarter, the Sky picked up the momentum and they, they kept it up the entire game. I love seeing Sloot, Vander Sloot. She had 12 points and five assists. And then Kalia Copper, she was getting those steals defensively. She was on point. All the active players on the Sky scored. I think that helped them carry out the win, just keeping that momentum up against the Mercury. Yeah, absolutely. They came out, they continued their momentum from the second quarter throughout. All your active players that played that night scored. Everybody contributed to the effort. Chicago Sky won this one, a well-deserved win, 89-71 to 71 over my team. But hey, the revenge is near. Later in the day for a Wednesday, Dion, I was worried about the, the dream in this one due to Kennedy mm -hmm. Carter not being in there. But no doubt, the storm reigned all over Atlanta's dream. Storm had a strong game, huge game from Jewel Lloyd, Alicia Clark, yes. Sammy Wickham all putting up double digits in the points category. Jewel Lloyd has woken up here and has continued her offensive presence, making it known out there, finding teammates. I just couldn't say enough about this group right here. But the Atlanta Dream started out well, just didn't have major points put up. But I'll tell you who put in the effort the entire game, and that's yes, Blake Dietrich. She, she really gave an effort full time. Uh, she had 16 points, five rebounds, and four assists. Benaja Laney kind of stepped up this game, but as we had seen her in some previous games. I'm loving uh, watching her and, play. Yes, so really loving to see the growth. And so she had 17 points and three assists. It was a quiet night for some of the other Atlanta Dream players. Yeah, so they just couldn't pull it through. And the Seattle Storm came through at the end and kind of just took off. And they ended the game with 100 points over the Atlanta Dream with 63 points. Yep, yep. A unique day on Thursday, Dion. It was left-handers day. Now, I know neither one of us are left-handers. I'm a, a, I drive to the left, basketball-wise, mm -hmm. but I, I, I write with my right hand. But uniquely enough, the left-handers happen to get their own day. Is that fair? It's all right. Yeah, let, let them have a day. It's okay. Whatever. But, hey, left-handers coming out the gate. The Indiana Fever and the New York Liberty top off the Thursday's games. Kelsey Mitchell and her Indiana Fever got together. Kelsey Mitchell put up 18 points, four rebounds. Tiffany Mitchell, not related, put up 19, making eight of the 11 shots from the floor. Natalie Achanwa also popped in, gave up eight points. And Julie Alamon, it's a new name. Alamon without, she says, don't you don't pronounce the D. Alamon, 13 points, five assists, four rebounds. New York Liberty wasn't bad here. They they really gave a, a nice effort here, but just uh just not quite enough. Notable notable presence by uh, several other the players out there. Kia Nurse, Dion, what you got to say? Absolutely, uh, she showed up and showed out this game with her 21 points. She had six rebounds and three assists. Hopefully, can stay consistent. She was a big scorer yes. for this game. Uh, Lasia, along with 
Yes, Nikia, um, along with Laysia Clarity, who's always someone that Liberty can count on. She came in with 20 yeah. points. Lots of motion all over the court. She, is, she was all over the place. Right. Causing mayhem. You know, in the third quarter, apparently, with New York outscoring the Indiana Fever. Absolutely. And Kia Stokes had almost a double-double. Had one more point and two more rebounds than she would have had it. So she had a, a, a really good game as well. Just not enough but, for the Liberty to close out the Indiana Fever with this one. They win it 89-79. to 79. Still a really good effort. LA Sparks and the Washington Mystics, Dion, I, in, in retrospect, in, in another season, this would have been an awesome game to watch had folks been available and healthy, especially oh, yeah. having looked at Chrissy Tolliver square off with her former team, the Washington Mystics. But the Washington Mystics came out, gave it a good effort, but just not enough to outshine the LA Sparks. Ariel Atkins, the left-hander here in this matchup, had 20 points, really leading the offensive terror against the LA Sparks. Seven rebounds, playing 36 minutes. Emma Mieseman, though having a tough night, Dion still had a double-double, 12 points, 11 rebounds, and no other player, I think outside of Maisha Hines Island's 10 points, no other player had a double digits in the points column. Uh, so it was an overall tough night for the Washington Mystics. The LA Sparks are putting on a, a show this week. Absolutely. And once a starter, but off the bench, Raquana Williams, she was pretty Ooh, magnificent in this dynamite. game. She had, yeah, she had 13 points. She was 4-9 from the field. So I look forward to seeing her this season. Hopefully she can keep that same energy. Keep it coming. Absolutely. She brought the razzle-dazzle. Um, along with that, the Sparks had some energy and drives from Taya Cooper with her bringing She's 10 so points. Good. Yes. She was five or six from the field, so she's shooting and hitting. She's really contributing well to the Sparks yeah. as a rookie this year. So what I was kind of surprised to see was Sydney Reese. Uh, it is left-handers day, so I would just briefly mention that. She played, but she played 20 minutes and had no points. Tough, tough night for Sydney Reese. Otherwise, I've been on freaking fire for the L.A. Sparks. But this game just wasn't able to find the bottom of the hole. L.A. still came up with the W here, 81 and 64. But, you know, I learned something really amazing about Taya's journey, Taya Cooper's journey to the WNBA, uh, mm -hmm. learning that had it not been for Christy Tolliver sitting out this year, she would not have otherwise gotten the call to play. Wow. So, yeah, so and the way she's playing is just obviously showing her character, her determination, and her will to play the game that she loves. And she's doing an amazing job as a rookie in the league. Lastly, for the night on left-handers day, or left-handers night, mm -hmm. big night for left-hander, one of our favorites, Asia Wilson from the South Kakilaki. She put up 23 points for the Aces, 10 to 16 from the field with four blocks. She was not having none of that shit going on coming through the lane. <laughs> she was playing against one of her favorite homegirls, Nafisa Collier. You know they have a podcast together. And so I think I they had heard. a really good time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had a really good time playing together this game. It seems like it. They were toe for toe really. They really were. In the first half. Several drives to the hole by Jackie Young. 16 points, five rebounds. Angel McCautry just has been an overall master on the floor just having the awareness 21 points and Kayla McBride really coming alive here too 17 points Kayla five steals so she's really locked into what's going on but big shouts to the lefty here for the Las Vegas Aces 
Asia Wilson. But on the flip side of the coin, Minnesota. I can't they, say enough. I can't say enough about Danger. Yes, That's Crystal so Dangerfield. She's been a, a wonderful addition to this league and to this uh, Lynx team. I've enjoyed Welcome watching to her. Welcome the league, she, Ricky. Yes, she has uh, made a lane for herself. She has 14 points, four assists in this game. Absolutely did her thing. We also had Sylvia Fowles who went down in this game. Um, She played played less than two minutes and went down with that calf injury. And I just felt so terrible. No telling how long she'll be out, Dev. And I think that will definitely be felt by the Lynx. The, the Lynx are feeling it. We'll learn later in the week. I was so sad to see Sylv go down. They said she was out indefinitely. So we may not even see Sylvia Fowles again this season. Wow. And we don't know what may come of that. So yeah, definitely well wishes to better health for Big Seal. Um, and then lastly, I would just like to mention the left-hander Odyssey Sims for the Lynx. Yeah, she came in and contributed right. seven points. And the Las Vegas Aces, they took that W from the Lynx to take the win 87-77. Yep, yep. Heading up our weekend play, we had the Connecticut Sun and the Chicago Sky. Yes, and we yes. had Dewana Bonner, DB. She had 19 points, 9 rebounds. She has been absolutely consistent. I've been enjoying watching her. She's just had this light, I don't know, she's reignited. So I, I've been enjoying watching her play. We had the engine, Alyssa Thomas. She played 35 minutes. She played her heart out. She had 15 points. Um, She was all over the place. Eight assists, six of 12 from the field. She was stealing the ball. She was doing everything. So, yes. So, if she's the engineer, we have, if she's the engine, we have the engineer, uh, Jasmine Thomas. She played 34 (laughs) minutes right there along with Alyssa Thomas. Both 15 points. And she had her four assists as well. So, I really enjoy watching the Sun play. Who stood out to you on the Chicago Sky, Dev? Chicago Sky is putting a lot of their offense through uh, and begins with Allie Quigley. 16 points, though she didn't shoot well from the three-point line. Salute her partner in crime and partner in life. Shot up 14 points, seven assists. Cheyenne Parker is making her presence known as well. She shot perfect from the line, giving the Chicago Sky 17 points and Kalia Copper 12 points. I just like the way the Chicago looked in this game. They couldn't put this together in the last game, but wasn't able to capitalize enough to get the win here. Connecticut Sun wraps up with 77-74. The main difference between this game for me was just the turnovers. Connecticut held only nine turnovers in this game versus the 13 in the Chicago. And I think that's really been big deal with mm-hmm. Chicago's game this season. It's just the massive amount of turnovers, just not taking care of the ball. Connecticut was able to score nine points off of those turnovers. And in the next game, Seattle Storm rolls in with the Dallas Wings. Seattle Storm is just a tough team, period. Dallas struggled here in this game. Really a low-scoring game. It Didn't was. shoot well at all. Wasn't really amazing at, from the free throw line. Arike Agumbawale. She was able to find the cup, 22 points in this effort. Alicia Gray, 30 minutes. The Seattle Storm here. Brianna Stewart, amazing game, 21 points, shooting 9 of 12 from the field and shot almost perfectly from the three-point line. What do you say about Dallas, though? Yeah, I agree. Um, I believe it was a it wasn't a good night for the Wings. They didn't shoot well. They couldn't convert those free throws. 
uh, when it was needed. It was a low scoring game throughout all, just about the entire game. Um, they tried to put in that effort to bring themselves back, but just couldn't do it. Yeah, low scoring game, 12 points only in the third quarter. Uh, Mercedes Russell, she came off the bench, six points and three rebounds. Jewel Lloyd with her 12. And to end the night, Dion, we had the Phoenix Mercury again, matching up with the Atlanta Dream. Phoenix Mercury, right. they were off to a running and shooting start. I like Bria Hartley's contributions here. I'm glad they picked her up. I'm glad she chose to come to Phoenix to give us the offense that we need, and especially if Diana Taurasi is not able to, to be there on the court with the team. Mm -hmm. Rookie Shatori Walker-Kimbrough, 20 points, five steals, causing all kinds of confusion for the Atlanta Dream. Beyond it, it was some players that was uh, still giving up some points up out there for the dream. As usual, lately anyway, seems to be and hopefully continues to be power forward. Bernadja Laney, she has 16 points, but she did she did struggle just a bit. She kind of lost the ball. She had four turnovers, but Tough. hopefully she can hold on to that ball and continue to make those points where it counts. Courtney Williams, she had a good game. She played nearly the whole game. Yeah, she had 12 hot. points and 14 rebounds. It was It was a really good game for the Dream. They started off pretty slow. And they kind of picked up that momentum in the second quarter, but just couldn't couldn't capitalize towards the end. And they fell yeah. with the L to the yeah. Phoenix Mercury. Phoenix Mercury collected another W here to still maintain their standings for the week. They closed this one out 96 to 80. And on Saturday night, closing out the week's play in the WNBA, we had the Las Vegas Aces, Dion mm -hmm. Washington Mystics. Asia Wilson came out, contributing 12 points, four steals. Angel McCautry was just under 12 minutes, still able to put up 11 points in the effort. In this game, Lindsey Allen, Danielle Robinson did a great job of sharing the point guard position and took advantage of the Mystic turnovers here, Dion. What you got to say? Yeah, I, again, the turnovers is where what hits the Mystics where it hurts. They had a very slow start with only scoring 13 points in the first quarter. However, we did have some good contributions contributions from Ariel Atkins. Uh, yeah. She has 17 points. She was 7 to 15 from the field goal. I'm so liking she was her more fighting. and more. Yeah, I, I really enjoy watching her. So hopefully she and some of the other uh, Mystics players can pick up the momentum and get some more wins. Much needed for them to be a contender. Well, I don't know. Washington is struggling right now. We're going to go next to the weekly standings at the end of this segment. But before we do, we just got to cover the L.A. Sparks and the Indiana Fevers game. LA Not Sparks to be forgotten. forced tough shots on the Indiana Fever, though they came out with lots of energy with the, the two Mitchells coming out. Raquana Williams was on fire. 21 points in her 21 minutes. Taya Cooper, 14 points, shooting 50-50 from the field. Proud to see how the Sparks are putting their offense together. The, the bench was just, they were so zoned in as a team, having this huge spacing in their offense, just controlling the momentum, the tone of the game. Absolutely enjoyed their energy. The bench was all in the game. Christina Nigwe, she was camping out in the lane, almost caught a three-second charge. But right, Indiana Fever. Yeah, this is another team, Deb, that struggled with turnovers. They had 11 turnovers in the first half alone. Yeesh. But 
you know, there was a huge effort from the two Mitchells, Kelsey Mitchell and Tiffany Mitchell. Kelsey Mitchell had 25 points. She was seven of nine from the three-point line. Tiffany Mitchell contributed 18 points with eight rebounds. So they were really fighting there. But like I said, those turnovers really hurt them. They had a low-scoring quarter in the first half. Yeah, it's a tough go there for the Indiana Fever. LA Sparks come out with the win on this one. Big time, 90 to 76. And then to close out Saturday night's games, we had mm-hmm. New York Liberty again. Minnesota Lynx, not much really working here beyond for the New York Liberty. Again, struggling without their guard. Sabrina Ionescu, Minnesota Lynx came out very strong, putting out the pace. 25 points they put up together in the first quarter, shooting nearly 50, over 50% of everything they put up kept their turnovers relatively decent still 16 of them nafisa collier with 26 points 13 rebounds the rookie crystal dangerfield with her 22. i like when the minnesota Lynx show up together they show up confident they're really a team that's hard to beat very hard to beat liberty though still a struggle it really was like i said they started off on fire they start off with that momentum but then second quarter and the second half just very low scoring for the Liberty we did have Jasmine Jones who had 13 points Laysha Clarendon she had eight points along with Kia Nurse and Amanda Zowie who has really been making a name for herself on Liberty with eight rebounds hopefully she could contribute a little bit more with the upcoming games maybe we can see a little bit more of her and some other players step up for the Liberty so that they can begin to get some more of these wins. I I hope that the New York Liberty will have a good showing late in the season, hopefully to put some things together. Right now, they are at the very bottom on the win total for the league. I like that. I enjoyed that, Dion. Let's take a quick break. We're moving to our next segment. It's going to be a fun game. I'm going to quiz Dion on the players. Uh Uh-oh. Now, we're going to play a game (laughs) called How High Are You? All right, I'm ready, bet. All right, everybody, welcome back to From the Sidelines. Hey, so hey. we wanted to play a game I thought of. So let me tell you why, oh, Dion, this game. Yeah, this game is called How High Are You? And mm-hmm. the reason why I named it this is because when we look at the WNBA players often, we don't realize how tall they are. Sometimes they're this a little taller, not as tall as we may have thought. So. I thought it would be fun to quiz Dion on the height <laughs> and stature of certain players to see her knowledge and see how she's been paying attention to the girls out here. So, All right. Dion, you ready? I suppose so. All right, here we go. Question number one. Bet, 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 bet. Which guard slash forward is not six feet tall? Okay. Ready. Is it A, Benajah Laney, B, Brianna Turner, or C, Alicia Gray. A for the Atlanta Dream, Benaja Laney. B, Brianna Turner for the Phoenix Mercury. Or C, Alicia Gray, Dallas Wings. Who you got? I'm going with C, Alicia Gray. All right. Would I be right? Is that your final answer? That's it. I'm locked in. All right. Well, you be wrong. Alicia well, Gray you. is actually six feet, but Nigel oh, Laney is six feet tall. I think she was. She looks long. Pretty, pretty long. Okay, yes. Brianna Turner is actually six foot three. Wow, okay. Right, I didn't know she was that tall, right? She okay, just, you got so. me, you got me. All right, you ready for number two? 
All right. Here's the also multiple choice question. I play for a Western team, but I am not six foot four. Who am I? Western team is the key. Okay. Is it A, Kia Vaughn, Phoenix Mercury, power forward Kia Vaughn? Is it B, <laughs> Asia Wilson, or is it C, Simone Augustus? I play for the West, but I am not six foot four. Which one of these players? Okay, first of all, they're all West. Right. I so I, I, I like how you try to trip me out on that one. Let's see. I am going to, I know it's not Asia. Okay. I'm questionable about Simone. Mm-hmm. And what was my first choice? Kia Vaughn. Kia Vaughn. Okay. I'm going to trust my gut and go with a Kia Vaughn. Wrong again, Dion. <laughs> Good <laughs> grief. Kia Vaughn okay. is six Strike foot two. four playing for the Phoenix Mercury. Asia Wilson is also six foot four. Las Vegas okay. aces. Simone Augustus is actually six feet tall. Yeah, something told me to go with that. Okay. <laughs> six foot tall. I should have went with it. Okay. I mean, I thought Simone Ooh. Augustus was a bit taller, but she's listed Lord. as six foot. Right All now, right, I number have a 50%. Three. We have four <laughs> questions, right? Okay. Yes. Let's see if you can good. if you can win back half your chips, okay? Okay. All right. Number three. My name is Ariel Powers, and I'm a guard for the Washington Mystics. Am I A five foot seven, B five foot eight, C five foot nine? B five foot eight. Is that your final answer, Dion? <laughs> I don't know, see, I can't tell by your face you have a poker face. When you ask me, I feel the pressure when you ask me is my final question. I mean uh, answer. <sighs> I'm going with B, five foot eight. Dion, it's not a good night for you either. <laughs> you oh. are struggling in this game. Ariel Powers is listed at five foot nine. Oh, I okay. tried. I put that one at the end so that way it'll kind of wiggle your way in. So they say always can... go with C. I should have gone with they C. Should, they say well, that. you don't know. Well, maybe you can come back home with your socks and your watch. Number four, you ready for <laughs> it? Yes, might as well. This was gonna be a tough one. All right, here we go, Dion. Number four. Okay. We play for the same team, and we happen to all be the same height. Mm-hmm. Is it A for the Chicago, Diamond Shields, Gary Williams, and Allie Quigley? Mm-hmm. Is it B, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Sykes, TRP, Tierra Ruffin Pratt, or is it C for the Atlanta Dream, Courtney Williams, Alexis Jones, and Kennedy Carter? We play for the same team and we're the same height. I'm going with B. Okay, Please you're going with me. B. Los Angeles Sparks, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Sykes, and TRP are all the same height. I'm going with B, yes. Don't tell me. Don't shake your head, no. Every team won this week <laughs> except even the New York Liberty won this week. You did not win. You did not get any of them right. I'm going to leave that one open to the listeners. How about that? Okay. See if, All right. Maybe you have to do your Googles or your research. This is really easy. So we'll hold that one off for next week. But Dion, And I still get not. the point. If the if our listeners come through <laughs> and answer with the correct answer, I'm getting that point. You want your points back? Yeah. Help me out. Please. Well, I think you need another round. Maybe we could do this again next week. This was fun seeing you freak out and not know. I did not know. You did not. <laughs>
Let's roll into the next segment. The weekly standings as of the most current play, we of course have the Seattle Storm at number one, nine games in. Las Vegas Aces right under that. Los Angeles Sparks, the Minnesota Lynx, and the Chicago Sky hanging right midway. And the Phoenix Mercury not far behind them, hanging in there as well, trying to keep their neck above number eight. Of course, only the top eight teams compete in the playoffs for the WNBA championship Connecticut and Indiana are both just right below the bottom Washington's trying to make a comeback as well as Dallas so it's going to be an amazing time seeing just where they land hopefully the New York Liberty can find their way back to a couple extra wins before this thing is all said and done I think we're like halfway in the season right how far are we along here so if they play 10 Seattle's played 10 yeah. yeah, 10 games mm-hmm. for for the for the league so far. So I'm excited to see what happens, but Seattle's going to be the one that, at the top of the castle that's, that's going to be hard to see them tumble. It's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. And looking forward Dion, to it. last but not least, your MVP. Who's, who's looking like your MVP picks? Right now, I'd have to go with two of the Las Vegas Aces, okay. Asia Wilson and Angel McCautry. I think they Ooh. have a very, very good chance of being uh, MVP. I agree. Brianna Stewart, she's also putting up capital numbers. Candace Parker is being a leader that we know oh, yeah. she's always been. And I know it's early probably to add Arike Agumbawale to the to the conversation, but she's performing. She's coming out with 20, 30-point games consistently and she just is. showing out. Rookie of the year? Hmm. Right now, I think a contender would be Crystal Dangerfield of the Lanes. Absolutely. Taya Cooper for me. The spark that they've needed and has really been proven why she's getting the minute she's getting. So excited to see exactly how the rookies all turn out, who's going to be most improved this year. Also to see Natasha Howard for the Seattle Storm. Just seeing her come alive this week has been really fun. But I had fun this episode, Dion. What about you? Yes, I, I enjoyed it. I like being quizzed even though I lost. Uh, But yeah, this season was, uh, excuse me, this episode has been great. So much going on in the league right now. I think today, Death, is the 16th. Mm -hmm. Isn't the um, beauty salon opening up? In the yeah, bubble? the salon opened in the bubble, I heard. Now the question comes with every superstitious ball player, like I know I was. Oh, now yeah. is it to keep the hair or to cut the hair? The Las Vegas Aces have won their last eight games in a row. Now are we going to lose the, you know, lose the mojo if the, if the hair goes? Hey, I don't know. It might be some power in the bang It might be. Well, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, episode six. Thank you. Dev and Dion coming at you from the sidelines for WNBA fans. You guys, please double tap on our social media. We are on Instagram, From the Sidelines Podcast. And we're also on Facebook at From the Sidelines WNBA. We just share our favorite picks of the week. We, sh- we don't share a lot of highlights and we just have fun. So if you're a fan, we'd love for you to join us every weekend. We'll have Great. an episode for you. And just to catch you up, hey, this is the game that we're listening to, the game we're in. These ladies put up a great performance and we got to shout it out and let them know 
that we watching. So more of the same this week coming up from the WNBA. Dion, thank you so much for spending your night with me, spending your time with me, having fun and talking about the league that we love. Thank you so same, much. Same, sis. No thanks needed. You know, I love being here with you talking about the game. I look forward to hearing back from our listeners, chiming in on what their predictions may be and just hearing from you in general. Let us know how, what you think of the show and what you would like to hear from us. Yep, yep. All right. Well, that does it for us here from the sidelines again. Check us out on social media. We'll see you back next week. All right, y'all. All right. Peace.